Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Welcome to the 2 o'clock hour. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. We have to talk about food because we talk about food a lot on Friday and just, you know, various times in this show in general. What is going on with dry rub January? Hey, Dawn. How do you feel? The question I really wanted to ask both of you today, more than any other question, not about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Not about Kim and Croy's debt problems. I wanted to ask you two. What about Secret Tunnel Lady? Not even... Okay. (laughs) Let her go. It's okay, Dawn. Let her go. No. I wanted to ask you two how you felt about Dry Rub January. Because when I first read that headline, I kind of got grossed out. I'm not going to lie. I said, ouch. Yeah. So, turns out Wingstop is actually doing something called Dry Rub January. And it's actually not as creepy and gross as I just made it sound. It's actually something I'm all here for. And then I thought, well, we should have a conversation about dry rubs because... Can I first read to the listening audience what you wrote in the grid? Well, I don't know. What did I write? Sometimes it's not You said, for what it's worth, I'm a (laughs) 365-day-a-year dry-rub wingman. True, but follow follow that sentence. What did I say after that? It says sauces are for dipping. Okay, so this is referring to actual chicken wings. Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, this refers to Wingstop having dry rub wings all month long. And but I think this is on the do. theme of dry. Well, they're doing a special. Yeah, it's rollout a special. Yeah, they have because to have everybody to talk does. About dry january right mm-hmm. you've heard oh, of that oh yes is that so, means that well, no that, drinking oh okay so there's a lot of people who drink regularly mm-hmm. who take the month of january off and they call it dry january so presumably Wingstop is getting in on the fun by having what they call dry rubbed january and it's referring to wings but your mind is in the gutter i can't help it but then <laughs> i thought I just want to have a conversation about dry rubs. Do you like your wings wet or dry? Dry, 100%. My, I don't like yes. wet wings. Yeah. I like them both. I'm, oh, I, I'll take them yes. either way. I just said yes to your question. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to take it to a next level, yeah. which is I like them dry. I will take them sauced, mm-hmm. but the only way that I want a sauced wing is if it's fried mm. and then tossed in a sauce. Okay. Not cooked in a sauce. One step oh. further. Are you ready? Oh. Yep. There's a bar in uh, uh, Rochester where we used to live, and mm-hmm. they have, uh, where we used to live down there, and they have what they call Decker style. They take them, they cook them, they sauce them, then they put them back on the grill to char the sauce oh. into the wing. It is unbelievably okay, good. Okay, I would try that. That, that is sure. really good. But the, but the but key yes. thing for me is, and I think this is what we all agree on, well, I don't know, Mike, I you agree. actually might not agree, but... The thing I think that creeps Don and I out is wet wings when it's like, I don't know, there's something about like, I don't, like wet chicken skin, <laughs> raw chicken with wet wings, <laughs> no, <laughs> wet, wet sauce. No, thank you. Like if you get wings, for example, at like a del- pizza delivery place, yeah. I won't name the particulars, but I used to get the wings and think like, oh, I'm going to have this great wing experience. And then you open the thing and they're just kind of steamed. And flabby sitting in that foil package. <laughs> yeah. And it's I, just, oh, it's not steamed, good. Yeah. And then when you suck the meat off the bone, it's just kind of slurpy. I have yeah. a, I kind of don't like to do that. I like to take a fo- my fingers and then I just pick it off of there. I don't like to, I don't put the wing in my mouth oh. ever. 
Do you know what I do? I do. Do you do the twist, mm-hmm. Mike? Mm-hmm. I don't want all that gnarly stuff. You put I it don't in your mouth. Nub. Twist, pull. <laughs> yeah, but and I don't the want the gristle. Off. I don't want that that chewy fat. It's no, good for your yeah, hair and teeth. The best part. Um, okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that. <laughs> but we all like it dry. Yep. We all like a good dry rub. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we're so I, I think I had wet wings. <laughs> I had wet wings. <laughs> I had wet wings. Uh, I had wet wings over Christmas. Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I went what to Coyotes. What do you mean you had wet wings? I, I went to Coyotes um bar and grill in Nixa, Missouri, and I had I always look for a Thai wing. Okay. So they had Thai spice wings and then I had ginger wings. So it was like I had six of one and six of the other. And? Um, they were wet. Yeah, so you did not appreciate that. I didn't, but I like the flavor of it. I just wish they weren't saucy. It's like they just dump I don't, it in sauce. I do want, like, so there's a place in town called Buster's. I shouldn't even say it because I don't want people to know about it. It's, I mean, people know about it, <laughs> so it's not like it's a secret place. But um, don't all go at once. Anyway, Buster's on 42nd. What is it? Anyway, they have these wonderful wings that have like a dry rub, but then they serve them with like a home uh, or not homemade, but they make a words are hard on a Friday French onion dip. They make their own Mm. French onion dip. And so you dip these crispy, salty wings in this homemade French onion dip. Oh, my God. It's so good. Do you ever um, Buster's on 28th? Sorry. Um, MC had a wing that was really, they were really bad. And I, well, I'm not going to, I wouldn't say where it was anyway, if I remembered, but, um, it was like hollow inside. So that's like way overcooked, right? Hollow. It was almost like the meat had shrunk down and there was just a big fried wings. Like, like the meat. Was there a bone? There was a bone. There were, it was a real wing, bone in wing. But how was it hollow? There was chicken in there, but it was like. Really fried too much, Mike. You were a cook. Well, it almost sounds like it was breaded too much or something. If you bit through the exterior and there was nothing inside of it, it was almost like it was almost too much breading on it. Yeah. Like they must have been breaded wings. I don't know how else that would have happened. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I'll have we'll to see. ask. Do you have him. a favorite wing place, Mike? Uh, favorite wing place, not really. We've perfect except that place in Rochester, but we can't say we at home because none of us can come to your house unless you're going to bring us wings. Well, I can tell you how to make them perfectly, please, yeah. if you'd like. Yeah, uh, you throw, throw the oven on to 400, you uh, put them on some parchment paper, you put them in there for about 20 minutes, then okay. you flip them over, okay, then you take them out, okay, then you put your lemon pepper on them or whatever you want, whatever kind of dry rub you want, you yeah. completely cover them in that. Then you put them in the air fryer oh. for about 10 minutes, oh. and it finishes them perfectly like you just Look got at them at a bar. Dude. It's so good. Next oh, level. Yeah. Game changer. Sarah right. has perfected What if we it. don't have an uh, air fryer? Um, Then you probably could just like- Put them back in the oven. Bro- yeah, put them back in the oven. Maybe broil, broil it for a little bit. Yeah, okay. That's what what I if do. we don't have an air fryer? Don't you have like six? I don't have an air fryer. You don't? No. He's got Why the, not? Uh, Girl, the I don't make enough to- Like, I don't make anything that I could fit in an air fryer. I make mass quantities of all my food. Four so, like, if I were making chicken people. wings, yeah. I there are two people in my house. I cook like there's eight. So, if I were making chicken wings, I need, like, two racks in my oven. And then you just save it for later. Sure, yeah. That's what I'm going to tell you. 
Um, what? <laughs> we eat it. a lot of food. Two grown ass men. Oh, we eat a lot eat of food. But no, the we do have. Tray yourself? Mm, okay, we'd probably split a tray. Well, how many is that? I don't know a lot. 12, 15? I would say, you know, probably it depends on our, if they're full wings. Because I like full. Do you guys like full or drummies? Oh, you mean like the like cut up wings? I like the full, but she's more of a drummie. So we usually go with the drummies. <sighs> of course. And you're right to do so. Um, if it was whole wings, I'd say probably half a dozen to eight. Depends on whoa mm-hmm. the whole wing. Yeah, I understand what you mean yeah, by that. Drummies, it's a big old thing. It's a lot more than that. <laughs> okay, so a whole wing. So it's like for me, it would be like eighteen pieces. You're sure. having eight. Yeah, sure. Well, or no, nine? no, because there's two. Well, so it'd be twelve. Oh, yeah. Okay. Unless right. you eat the little like nubbin on the end. I don't like nubbins. I do like the nubbin if it's crispy. Yeah. Because then you just got crunch, crunch. Crunch on a good calcium. Crispy nubbin. Yeah. Calcium. I like to munch on a crispy nubbin. Don't when say munch. We... I hate munch. Munch on a crispy <laughs> nubbin. We're changing our show, actually. What is it called? Double munch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I should have asked, but we already got the t-shirts made. When, when we come back. Starbucks cups. Don wants to tell us about the world is coming to an end. Thanks to Stanley Starbucks cups. We'll find out why when we return right here on my talk. One Oh seven one. Hey, my talkers Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota dental new year, new smiles. How about that? With one of the best dentists in the twin cities, Dakota dental, super convenient to the Metro right down in apple Valley. You're going to love your experience at Dakota dental. Just like I have for the last few years. Um, I've been so grateful for the care I've received at Dakota Dental, whether it's regular checkups and cleanings, which, by the way, get them on the calendar now if you want to do it this week or next week. Well, probably next week because it's already the end of this week. Anyway, I'm saying they've got appointments now for you, my talkers. So don't wait. Pick up the phone and call Dakota Dental. But maybe you want to push it out a little bit. That's fine, too. Just get on the books. Get on the calendar. Find a time that works best for your schedule before work, after work, maybe in the middle of the day. You let them know, and they'll take great care of you. I mean, I want you to tell them Bradley sent you, but even if you don't, you're still going to get the best dental care in the Twin Cities. Call dakotadental.com today. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Happy Friday. We thank you for being here and... We have to talk about a frenzy, riots, people pushing in line, trying to cut, uh, uh, brawls. What am I talking about? 
I'm talking about a Starbucks mug that is limited edition. It's called the Stanley Cup mug. And um, people are, it's just one of these things that people feel like they need to have because it's limited edition and it is causing a lot of chaos. Well, I the thing I saw was like a guy jumping over a counter to steal a bunch. Yeah, he tried to steal a box and then he was like tackled. And he just ran away with one pink mug. There's another so stupid. Another story that says Target shoppers are getting trampled. Yeah. What the heck is going on? What is this mug? It's a $50 mug. Okay. It's an insulated mug. It is no different than any other insulated mug. Is it a time machine? No. Can it pay my medical bills? No. It's a mug. Okay, now a lot of people are waiting in line. Um, are these like amazing Valentine's mugs? Day. I don't. I, I don't know anything about these mugs. It, it isn't an amazing. It's just a mug. It's like there's nothing new about it or different. It's just limited edition. Okay. So it's this pink mug, the Stanley Cups, and people are waiting in line for since three a.m. or whatever until Target opens. Um, this one article points out that it's mostly women. I'm like, okay, thanks for the shade there. Um, and people are stealing, stealing them, riots. I just, I don't understand why people would do this. This is like the latest trend. I really feel like this is a sign that our species is going to end. I love that you think this is the sign. This is a sign. It's this the is a Stanley sign that Cup. we can't do it. Mike, what did you just show me? Uh, eBay. How much? The one that's about to sell in the next 40 minutes is up to $225. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why people, this people is, are flipping them. This is like but my mom. Trading cards or whatever. So running dumb. out to uh, JCPenney mm-hmm. and grabbing all the Cabbage Patch Kids she could. She did. And then trying to resell them. Well, that's just that was just smart. Yeah, she did. <laughs> At the time. But I'm saying that's like the 1980s equivalent without sure. the aid of social media. Exactly. Um so I have a clip here. What happened is that there are two there are two things in this clip. The first part of it is it's it, the scene is outside of a Target. I don't know where. There are a lot of ladies waiting outside, chatting in groups. They're in line. They've been waiting since 3 a.m. And this dude strolls up, gets in the front of the line, and then just said, "There's no line. Target doesn't have an official line. I'm not. I'm. I'm going in first. And they flip out. The second part is a woman who <laughs> you um, showed me. That she took the oh, outside did you take wrapper. That audio? Yeah, Good. that's the end part. The outside wrapper and laminated it, <laughs> and then so... stuck it back on the cup because it's so cute that she wants to have it forever. It's the dumb paper wrapper. Here we go. You, you have, have to you. get to the end of the line. There was no line. There is a you line. were in a circle over here because we already knew our place. But it doesn't have. It does you have. Can there. somebody I call the police? We must. Right. The people who are in the back of the line, they're not up here. There is no line. There is a line. Ask everybody you here. Bring the line. No, there's a line. There's a line. I carefully peeled off the label on my Cosmo Stanley tumbler. The packaging was so cute, I had to get it laminated. <laughs> then I rolled it up and tied it with a scrunchie and heated it with a blow dryer to form this shape. I added some glue dots to the back and now I can use my tumbler 
without messing up the label. The label, by the way, is just like the tag. It's, it's not <laughs> like... It's a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper. It's around the mug. She is no tunnel lady. But this is the world we live she in. She thinks she's tunnel lady, okay, and she's not. Okay, stop with tunnel lady. <laughs> you don't have to work it into every segment. <laughs> I will. At least for today. So what do you think this is? Are people uh, just unhappy yeah, with their lives? Yeah, I think people lives, need a purpose like, in their lives, need, and, yes. and they look ahead. Is it the, the economy? Year, it's no. Is it like I need to flip this? No, I think it is literally they look at the year ahead and think, oh my God, the world we live in right now. I need my pink. Something Stanley needs cup. to give me meaning. I'm going to turn to my pink Stanley Cup. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I can That's see. That's all I have. Can I look five years into the future? Well, go to be... any flea market and they're going to be in every booth. Well, you do wonder, have we, like, you guys, like, I get when you really want, like, if it was a Taylor Swift mug, yeah, it would make more sense. I just don't get where this became viral. Like, God, I bet Stanley is just jumping for joy. Absolutely. I mean, despite, like, people getting angry. How do you, can I ask a question, though? How do you come down on the line thing? Like, if there was no line, but there was this line, imaginary line, like, oh. how does that work? You mean the dude? Yeah. Um, how do you come down on it? Like, like, what's your opinion? My opinion is, is that I believe in the wait your turn and people need to follow just in society. Let's keep everything civil. And obviously they had waited out there in, since 3 a.m. Okay. They are in clumps and groups, but they know their place in line. They've been standing there for like I don't know, four hours. I'm just playing devil's advocate, though. Yeah. He didn't know that. He sure d- he he walked up and he's like, yeah. I'm going to be first. And they're like, but yeah, I mean, you heard it. I'm just saying it's all arbitrary to me. Yeah. So like polite wise for me, I would have said, oh, I didn't realize my bad. I'll go to the end of whatever. But if he was going to be a jerk about it. Yeah, he's a jerk. Because like, who are they going to complain? Who would they complain to? She said, I cut this part out. She's like, I'm going to tell the target manager. And he goes, go ahead, do it. Well, yeah, this isn't their line. But to my to that point, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, they're not going to they might ask the, the dude to the go the official line. There's no official. No, line. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's no official line. But that doesn't mean like, oh, I'm I not arguing with you. with you. Just I, my thoughts are. I agree with get you. In the back. But I kind of also feel like he's like, there's no line. What are you? The line police? Like and there all is all of 80 women that I, have been. I agree there, with you. They're mad. But I'm saying to him. My, Who my was favorite, his mother? My favorite line is when he literally says, what do you mean? There's no line. You just started standing there. I'm like, that's how lines work. Yeah. You just start standing there it's and true. then the line has been created. True. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's it's just, this is ridiculous. This is where guys. we're at. Uh, I would rather drink water out of my hand than wait in line for this cup. Even if it's real hot. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd want to do that, really, actually. Slurp and, it up. Have you ever waited in line before? Yeah, but not for a cup. <laughs> You're really thirsty, Will. Concert tickets. We'll Stop. Be right, we'll be right back. Happy Friday. Thank you for joining the show. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, and we have a special guest in the studio. It's Paul McGuire Grimes. Happy New Year, Paul. Happy New Year. Great to see you both. Good it's to been see you. too long. Yes. Yeah. It has, and uh, you're coming in at a perfect time. We always love to have you, but Golden Globes this Sunday. Golden Globes this Sunday, Critics' Choice the following Sunday. So if people are feeling behind, let's talk about some things. And you got plenty of time before the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 
Yes, for sure. Okay. But there's actually a lot that's streaming right now, so that mm-hmm. might be a good area to just start. Absolutely. Well, how do you want to start? Because you did give us your top five movies of 2023, yes. but like wherever you want to go, we'll follow. Okay, we can crank that out fast, and then we can do some Q&A afterwards. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So my number five movie of 2023 is getting a lot of buzz. I know you talked about it. It's now streaming on Netflix. And this is Maestro, Bradley Cooper's passion project about composer, conductor, Leonard Bernstein, and his love story with his wife, Felicia Montalegra, who is played by Carrie Mulligan. So if you're thinking, Leonard Bernstein, who is he? He's the composer of West Side Story, Candide. He's a famous conductor of, uh, and he has a huge story. Like he is, a, he was, he was, he is gay as well. Like, the movie does not bypass that. And what Bradley does so well is narrows it in on the love story to give Felicia her voice. And he, if you saw Stars Born, I really think is a filmmaker because he directed, wrote, produced stars in it. Knows knows filmmaking. He knows how to craft a beautiful movie. He understands the musicality Mm -hmm. of storytelling and how the camera moves. The acting, not only is Bradley great, because he plays Leonard within like a... 40, 60 year time span. Like it, the movie wow. spans quite a bit. Yeah. But again, it's focused on the love story. So mm-hmm. there's a lot you may be thinking, oh, I wanted to see that in the movie. It's not, it's the love story and the downfall of it. Mm. You know, because he really put his career and the music first and he, she and the kids kind of came second, mm. third, and, you know, whatever. So it's, it's amazing. It's stunning to look at. There's so much restraint behind it. And Carrie Mulligan is unbelievable as Felicia. She is gorgeous. She is she is up for best actress in a lot mm-hmm. of races this year. I could see her maybe getting a win. Okay. If people want to go there. Yeah. She's phenomenal. You're making me want to watch it. I kind of want to really watch great. it. It's really great. You know, well, it's, it's only because of the pop culture buzz around Bradley Cooper and yeah, yeah that, like he was trying real hard. Yes. Yeah, what do you think about that? Because people are like, "Oh, he's just so thirsty." <laughs> he obviously it's like pandering to and I don't know. Just trying you know, to get an Oscar, right? Too bad. Yes, or, I get or a it. He, Oscar, he has, I believe, eight Oscar nominations already, mm. and he will get at least one or two more here. I so I get it. I get why he would want to do all the interviews and talk about his process, talk about yeah. why he loves Leonard. I get all of that. That can also turn people away. I also like. I love watching interviews. I love watching actors talk about things, but I also love a little bit of mystery there. Mm. You don't need to tell me everything. Let me watch your performance let and me get it, it and let yeah. me figure it out. Yeah. I don't want to know all the cards you played yeah. just to play oh. Leonard. A good example of that is Barry Keoghan and Saltburn. Mm-hmm. I I love that he doesn't play every card that he has in his hand, and you, as the audience member, are left trying to figure it out. Mm. And from an acting standpoint, he doesn't play every card in his hand? Or? Barry doesn't, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. He's, I, he's fantastic. Did you see Saltburn? I haven't yet, <sighs> but we're, I'm watching it this weekend. It's on Prime. Yeah. I loved it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it like that, but I'm like, I'm just thinking about that movie now. I, it's a wild trip. We've cool. talked about it a lot today because uh, we they talked about it on the morning show and they made Perk, who was in for Jason... Um, watch like a scene. Yep, the bathtub because he was scene. supposed to watch the whole movie. He didn't so yeah. they made him watch the bathtub scene. I don't know what this scene is about, okay. but don't spoil it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to spoil. I have nothing anything. to spoil because I don't. I haven't seen oh, it. I'm just right. saying that's the name of the scene. Yep, that they referenced and got his reaction mm-hmm. live on the show. So that has been a topic of conversation. Right. That I'm like, do I really need to see this movie? You know what's yeah uh, yes yeah it's great okay yeah all right okay Emil that was. Fennell. 
Emerald Fennell, yeah, yeah yes. wrote and directed that. Yes. And she's just amazing. She is she's, amazing. She's, she's a great writer. She really is. And director. And she ha- brings a lot to that movie as well. That's on Prime. All right. Okay. Yeah. Number, Number four, four. I know, Don, I think you are not looking forward to, but whatever. It's oh, Killers it's of the Flower Moon. Commitment. It is a time commitment. Yes. It, it is three and a half hours. It is a story of the reign of terror of the Osage community when a lot of white men were coming into this indigenous tribe because of the oil. And then all the indigenous people were starting to get killed off, including Molly Burkhart and her family. Um, and she's played by Lily Gladstone, who is up for Best Actress. She is phenomenal. I could see her also riding the Best Actress wave and getting a lot of buzz. Her husband is played by Leonardo DiCaprio in the movie. And Robert De Niro plays kind of the... What I would say is maybe like the caretaker of this community in mm-hmm. a way, but you also see that there's a lot more to his character. Martin Scorsese directed it and co-wrote it, and you feel you see all of Marty's themes at present. It's a it's a hard movie to watch. It's blunt. It's brutal, but it's also gorgeous in terms of learning about Osage indigenous culture. There's so much time spent building up that community and remembering who they were to then show the graphic nature. Of all these murders. And if it does anything to get people more interested in that part of history, because I know I started that book, didn't finish it, but... um, David Grand's book. David Grand, uh, the book by the same name, which this movie was based on. It's not like a verbatim copy, but there's a lot that's left out, but... But it did make it open my eyes to a whole side of history that I was completely unaware of. Right. And I think that this movie can help bring voice and light to that. And the book is kind of subtitled And the Birth of the FBI. And mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons plays this FBI agent in it who's kind of investigating all this in the, the back mm-hmm. end of the movie. It's great. Um, I, I loved what Marty did with it. Comes out on Apple TV Plus next Friday the 12th. Perfect. Yep. Number, Number three. three, the biggest movie of the year. Barbie. I loved it. And I watched it on the plane recently and just fell in love with what Greta Gerwig did with it and and Margot Robbie as producer and how and and what they had to say about, you know, not only the legacy of Barbie, but feminism and how do we treat a character like that? And the acting is fantastic. Ryan Gosling I wouldn't be surprised if he could win an Oscar for yeah. his role as Cad. He's so great in it. And Billie Eilish, she's going to get her second Oscar for What Was I Made For? I watched this movie for a second time over the holidays because my mom hadn't seen yeah. it. And I, I was just struck again at how many layers there yes. are in this film. There's so yes. many different things. The music is amazing. The stories. The production design and the costumes are incredible. And it's seemingly absurd, like plot wise. And there's some things where you're just like, what? But then it just all kind they just make it work it in a way that... It comes together in the end so exactly. beautifully. And Rhea, um, Rhea Perlman is lovely in it yeah. as Barbie's creator. I thought it was just so well made. And if you don't have a chance, if you it's on Max right now if you have not seen it yet. It's, it's, it's incredible. Number two is the other half of the Barbenheimer experience. And that is Oppenheimer with Killian Murphy. Don, did you see it yet? Oh, I saw it. The I did. Oh, yes. Yeah, I saw it before Barbie. Good. Oh, yeah. oh great. Yeah, that, I was kind of curious yeah. how people were seeing both those two movies. Yeah, I'm a huge Nolan fan. Oh. So I kind of like best. everything he does. Yes, so. I do too, even tennis. And I was shook by it. I mean, I Absolutely. was literally shaking during the scene where there is no sound. Yeah, with the bomb. Yeah. And I just started 
sobbing really after that. It was They're, very emotional. You know, you talk about Barbie, and Barbie is now going to be up for best adapted screenplay. Why? I don't okay, know. That's it's we weird. can't even. It's so weird and stupid. Mm-hmm. It's bad, but it's going to go up against Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and what I loved about what Nolan did, at least with the screenplay, is you took this really complex book, this huge life about J. Robert Oppenheimer. And then you turn this like a movie about science and technology and you turn it into kind of this legal courtroom thriller. Mm -hmm. And then you tell it through multiple time frames and different character perspectives. And there's a a surge of energy throughout it. And this like it it moves, I think, really well. It's so nicely paced for three hours. Killian is phenomenal in it. The score by Ludwig Göransson, I think, is incredible about that building that energy and that Taking time bomb yeah. in a way, you know, like not to get too literal. And again, it, I mean, it's kind of it's no small thing that it then opens up a whole part of history that a lot of people probably haven't thought much about. Right. And what is the downfall of that? Mm-hmm. What happened after that that the movie doesn't quite cover, but then we can look into that and see is history repeating itself? Right. You know, how do we look at someone like Robert J. Or Robert Oppenheimer and the use of science? You know, what it was great. And his feelings about what he created. Right. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't really have, he just did it because that's what he was asked to do, mm-hmm. regardless of anything else behind it. Robert Downey Jr. That right. was stunning. Now, stunning did he get a nomination for Best he, Supporting he Actor? He is, okay, yeah. I well, yeah, I think he did for the Golden Globes and okay. the Critics' Choice, and okay. I expect him to get a, an Oscar nomination, Fantastic. too. Fantastic. I think he yeah. totally deserves a win. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. he's going to go up against Ryan Gosling, Charles Melton. Um, it's a great, Robert Downey Jr., Robert De Niro. It's a great mm, category this year yeah. for the men. Great. What's number, number one? one my favorite movie of the year, All of Us Strangers from director Andrew Hegg, um, starring Andrew Scott, you know, the sexy priest from Fleabag. Oh. He plays yeah. this lonely gay man in <laughs> London who ends up having this one night stand with his neighbor. They start to fall in love. And when he starts to fall in love and accept himself, he starts having these conversations. He goes back to his hometown, starts having these conversations with his parents that seemingly died 30 years prior and his parents are played oh, by claire yes. foy and jamie bell and you're like wait a minute that that age does not no. match up but they're playing those characters when they died so yes andrew scott is now an adult man seeing his parents at the age As of contemporaries he, yeah yeah it's oh, it the trailer looks amazing it's gorgeous it's haunting it's mm. beautiful like the it's sexy at times and then it makes you weep because you're like this is a universal story it's not just a gay story because there's a lot of topics about being yeah. gay between the two of them and Paul Mescal Paul Mescal plays the lover in his building and there's so much kind of open-endedness to it you could interpret it I think with whatever lens you bring to it and the title all of us strangers you know are we a stranger to ourselves at times? Are we a stranger to our parents? Mm. Are we a stranger to our lover? How do we need to accept and love ourselves before we can maybe do that to other people and and forgive other people? Mm. You know, it's wow. brilliant. So you gave us a lot to think about, a lot to watch, <laughs> and a lot to that? add Sorry. to the list. In theaters next week. Okay. Uh, I wanted to give a listener's opportunity. How do they keep track of, because as we head into award seasons, you're very busy and people always appreciate your opinions. Where can they go to find them and what are you going to be doing to sort of celebrate our ride into the Oscars? Yes, Paul's trip to the movies.com or on YouTube and follow me on social media at Paul's movie trip. I'll probably post some things on Instagram on Golden Globes night, maybe on threads. I'm not on the X anymore, the Twitters. Um, but thank you. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. follow me there. I'll have my reactions. I'll post um, the winners and the nominees on my website too, paulstriptthemovies.com. Wonderful. Paul, you're going to be on Twin Cities Live today? Yes, we're going to talk about the Iron Claw, the Color Purple, and Maestro. Oh, 
my God. Wow. So many great things. All right, so Paul, thanks for being thanks with for us. Having me. When we Thank come you. back, Mike's going to spin his game show roulette. We will find out what game we're playing to uh, knock out another week right here on Mike Talk 1071. Mike Talk 1071, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Mike is going to be playing a game with us in just a little bit. And Bradley is coming down from his honey high. It looks honey like high. we were all kind of buzzing. Get it? <laughs> yeah. I Over see what the you honey did there. at 130. If you missed any of the show, you can go back and download the podcast. Yes, please do. Let's play a game. Yeah. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is that time once again for a little game show roulette. We spin the wheel, find out what we're going to play. Of course, on Fridays, we play together as one big happy family. We're all competing for a singular goal. Can the two of you best... I don't know, the game in this one. It's Pyramid! <gasps> you have no idea how good Colleen and I did at the... Oh, I mean, good! We were so, right, Mike? Shockingly good. It was, That's like, mind-blowing. Not Fabulous. saying you're the weakest link, Bradley, when hey, it look, comes to this game. I'm, I'm just saying that. when you were you gone, can't be good at everything. they crushed it. Yeah. Uh, so we're playing Pyramid. You guys know how it works. You've got uh, two sheets of paper in front of you. My assistant brought uh, a couple over there, and then we've got our last one as well. Who wants to uh, deliver clues first, and who would like to receive them? Dawn, you go first. Uh, delivering? Sure. Okay. So you're going to deliver. So you go okay. ahead, Dawn, flip that over. Is that for... what you meant? <laughs> Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. okay. You flip go ahead over. and flip it over. I'm going to start the timer here once uh, you get going. And for every one you get right, uh, you'll hear this sound here. Oops, maybe not. This sound here. And then we'll move on to the next one. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Yep. Then start delivering some clues. Um, grass. Green. Nice. Um, Minneapolis, New York, cities. LA. Um, Big cities. Uh, cotton candy. Candy. Sheep. Um, Fluffy. Uh, paper clips, computers, um, office pe- supplies. Uh, um, a house, a tunnel, holes, things no. you live in. Um, uh, construction site. Um, Stuff you build. Erector sets. Nicely yes. done. Um, a, a sad movie, a death. Um, things that make you cry. Wow! Look at you. Wow. Just had to give Did them. Did you look at these? How would I have done I that, my know. dear? You had the piece Maybe of paper. You. With 20 seconds to spare, you yeah! can just crush it. Nicely wow. done. You're welcome. Uh, again, we just had to say that, uh, you know, we had some success when you were gone, and all of a sudden, boom, you You're just like, dropped it. I mean, you. you just gave me the clues. Nice. I, just, I just came up with the word. That was Great. very, very well done. Proud of you, too. Oh. You ready to go again? Yes, let's all do right, it. This time, you're going to be delivering clues. Bradley, go ahead and flip it over and take a look at it. And uh, when you start giving clues, I will start the timer. All right. Uh, kitchen, basement. Uh, parts of a house. Dolphins, orcas, fish. Um, uh, creatures in the ocean. Yep. Uh, table, tap dance, tutu. Oh. Tippity tap. Um, dancing. Tatas. Uh, things that start with T. Barf, or bark, rough. Um. Bow wow. Oh, oh a dog? Things a dog does, says. There you go. Uh, Van Gogh. Painters, famous painters. Clouds, moon, uh, um, sun. Things in the sky. Well, geez, we yeah! just got to like, come up with a new game or something. The way <laughs> you two are going. Dusted. Nicely done. What you else you got for us, Mike? <laughs> well, you can uh, grab that cheat in the middle, whoever wants to uh, deliver first. But we can just, like, geez, take a second here. I mean, yeah, he's running it. out of game. 
Well, I mean, no, we, we got, got another one. We got one more to do. I know, yeah. but we after not that, get though, yeah. well, you guys can get it. But uh, I've then never. Then we're going to talk about a lady who's built a tunnel. You two are, uh, yeah. You two are. Uh, no, you just want to give us a victory right lap here. Let's see what can we play okay. for our victory like lap that. today. Oh, I know okay. what we can play. Yeah. Hey, where did that one thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. So be wise and keep on the sound. Sounds of my body. All right. Let's see if your sounds of your body can continue with another big win. Again, you guys have just <laughs> Mike, been crushing it uh, on this round of Pyramid. Let's see if you can do it again. We've got another Pyramid puzzle for you. Who's going to be delivering these? Uh, oh, I, I grabbed it, but okay. um, yeah, Dawn, it? I don't what care. What are you doing? Do you want me to do it? Now you're typing an email. Where what? is it? No, I have it. I okay. said I have it. Oh, you have it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought I didn't know where it was. I'm like, what happened? No, to I got it, it girl. I'm okay, just saying, are you fine, fine with me delivering? Absolutely. Uh, the clues? Alrighty. I will say, I think this one might be slightly more difficult than the rest of them, but okay. we'll see how it goes. Mike, you're evil, by you the still way. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> He's still have 60 I seconds. I just said he was a good host. <sighs> just wait. Uh, are you ready? Yes, I All am. All right. When you're ready, go ahead and start. Maestro, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, nominated, Golden Globe nominated movies. Barbie, um, Oppenheimer, um, All Box of Us Office Strangers. Success. Uh, things that Paul just talked about. Uh, to run away from people, to bury bodies, um. <laughs> to uh, get a life, to oh oh, the reasons to dig a tunnel in your house. <laughs> Coffee, tea, milk, things you put in that stupid tumbler from Starbucks. Show me that smile. TV Ooh. themes, TV show themes from the eighties. Family time. We'll give it to you. Okay. Um. Dry rub ginger. Oh um. Wings, the way you cook wings. Ginger, uh, spending money, buying cars you can't afford. This is Cram. This is Kim Beerman and Brielle uh, Beerman. Buying things you can't afford. Kim Zolciak Beerman. Overspending. Um, Krim, a Croy Beerman. <laughs> so close. Reasons really. you're in debt. Oh. But you were. You, you got, got the. Quite you got the story. You got the story. You did everything but, from the show today. No, I did for that. That's final you've done that before. That is a very clever way of doing that game. Yes, it is. Well, very good job. You, you got too. four out of five. Or all I, but one. That was the yeah. one. I yeah. screwed up on the one. Um, I would just like to say that's better than we've ever done on this game. It absolutely is. It is, and it is because of the pressure that pressure. we put on you. Saying that Colleen you did put, a great job. Oh no! You went. Thank oh you. really? Your I, ego I, said, "I'll show you." No, I think we just had great clues. So thank <laughs> you for the wonderful clues. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to give you guys the consolation prize as well. So not only did you win, but you're going to go home with this. Start kiss the good tasting tuna packed in oh, natural like spring that. water. It's got half the calories. Tuna? Tuna, oil. Yeah, yeah, tuna. tuna. It's fine, but I like better tuna than that. Mm. High quality tuna. Don, I've seen the Pole food you in eat. Line. You've seen the food I eat? Yeah. You saw that salad I had today. I've seen your soup. My soup. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to wish you... <laughs> and I'm going to wish you both well. I have a special guest who wants to come in here and wish you both well. Are you ready to... Uh, you did so good today. Is this a lady in a tunnel? <laughs> nope. Uh, what I if do... she started digging right up through? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, welcome. You made it. Somebody, very, it somebody very close to one of you wants to uh, give you a congratulations. Okay. <laughs> Not heard that before. 
So if you missed oh, it, of course, during the break, you guys... so adorable. And I, I do have the full uh, yeah. version of it here yes. if you want. <laughs> Wheezy, are you going to be okay? Wheezy, there's dog TV in here. What do you think about the dogs on the... Oh, she's the she cutest does not thing like, ever. She's I like forgot we're sitting. Okay, ball. so for the audience, Louise is sitting in here on my lap. So there you go. That was, oh, of course, from, uh, makes me happy. That's a delightful gift. Louise. That's better than some crap tuna. <laughs> Listen, I think that people should... They, if you're going to spend money on something, spend it on good tuna. What is it with you and the tuna? Good quality tuna. Okay, why? If you buy, like, uh, best choice no tuna mercury. or good and gathered tuna... Be prepared to be eaten some fish lips and some tuna butts. <laughs> Mike, because it tastes tuna bad. butts. It's always it bad. It's always served me well because that's uh, that's like my that's go-to. Your favorite. I eat yeah. that more than anything. But have you ever had? Pole I didn't and realize lime you were. So, I am a tuna snob. I didn't pole realize you were lime. a tuna snob. This is the not a soup snob. She ain't no snoop snob. <laughs> snoop snob. Why? Why are you? Why? Why are you bringing up saying, my like, soup? Because it's not snobby soup. It's well, in a can. It is in a can. And there's probably some mercury in there is all I'm saying. Well, maybe a deep water fish can also give you mercury. <laughs> but if you uh, eat it from pole and line, okay. which they've given me a, a brand shout that you out love? before. Pole and line. Oh, the name of the brand is pole and line? Pole and line. All right. And you can watch videos of those fishermen getting those tuna and flipping them back on the boat. They're all. It's fascinating. They all have fishing poles and they're just pulling them out of the sea. How's the cost compare? It's fine. I'm just curious. No, no, I'm curious. Um, I, I think literally. it's like, okay, if you go to Where Whole Foods, Whole Foods has it for like, I think it's like $4. A I will say they do I have a really good, tuna. that's not possible, okay. mercury broke on tuna. tested tuna. tuna at the Costco that's a lot cheaper. Okay. Um. So next time you're at Costco, just grab a sleeve. I don't want a sleeve. I don't want to take the risk of getting a whole sleeve of tuna without knowing the quality. Okay, well. Then you don't buy go it to by Costco. The, I buy it by the pallet, usually from Starkist, really? and I trust them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I eat a lot. I am not a tuna person. If I were a tinned fish snob, it would be I'm over in Sardine Town. Mm. So oh. you know, I love me some sardines. Do you? Oh, I love When's them. the first time you had sardines as a when child? When I was a kid. Yeah. Really? I think you have to yeah. to enjoy them. Yeah. Do you? Maybe I we should have you had them as an adult? I have. I For um, a play I was in that they ate sardines as part there of it. It's called Noises Off. There is always a I know, story. I'm sorry. But no, that's a good thing because otherwise we wouldn't have anything to talk about for three hours. True. So we'll continue those stories on Monday. We'll find out what... Have you ever had tinned octopus? No. Alright, maybe I'll we'll try, try that next week. <laughs> have a great weekend up next, Lori and Julia. Bye! Bye. Bye.